in a video nasty. I wouldn't. I have far too much. How, how can you judge on a video nasty? Oh, have you never seen one? I actually don't need to see visually what I know is in that film. Hello there and welcome to the Video Nasties podcast. My name's Christopher Brown. Jess Franco is never a man to keep with convention. When you create a film called Women Behind Bars, you would expect some things. One of those things is a fair amount of time with women who are behind bars, probably naked. Sometimes there'll be a a wicked warder and scenes of torture. Franco, though, a man who created a fair few of this type of thing before, was far more interested this time creating a Euro scene drama rather than a women in prison film. So yes, never one to disappoint, we get some naughty scenes in a prison. We also get plenty of panoramic shots and daring raids. Maids and weeks on the sly, this is not Franco, f- uh, this is not the best Franco film but it's a suitably grubby entry, despite all its 70s colour. L'histoire d'un hold-up sensationnel, aux conséquences tragiques. Un film violent, actuel. Arrêtez Shirley, viens dans la voiture. Quant à vous, colonel de Briès, retournez dans votre putain de prison Bienvenue dans cette prison, mesdemoiselles. Sortez immédiatement Allons Non, toi, tu restes ici. Allez, viens, toi. Bonne chance, ma vieille. Tu vas me dire où sont cachés les diamants et en vitesse Sinon, je te crève. Alors, pas ah, ah, Je ne sais rien Fais-moi lire ah. Et te rafraîchis à la mémoire Je ne sais rien Cellule de punition. La vie dans une prison de femmes. Les disputes entre les prisonnières entraînent la répression, la torture. Par crainte de punition sadique ou de violence, les prisonnières cèdent au désir vicieux du directeur de la prison. Alors, tu décides à cracher le morceau Hein Lina Romet et Ronald Weiss sont les protagonistes de cette histoire vraie, violente. Où est Laura Elle est chez le directeur, c'est son jour. <rire> Seigneur, bénissez notre repas. Une fois de plus, nous te remercions de nous avoir accordé notre pain quotidien. Amen. Amen. Donne-moi ce papier. Donne-le-moi tout de suite ou tu le regretteras. Garde Emmenez-la en cellule de punition. Roger Darton. Et Martin Stedil vous feront vivre l'histoire d'une cellule de punition. Mmh. Oh. C'est une odeur sensationnelle. Je te veux. Tu leur dis ça à toutes Sale vicieux. 
manquer les diamants. small-time HUD attracts the attentions of the law with an insurance scam and diamond theft. But things become even more interesting when his mall murders him and is slammed behind bars, where she faces all sorts of electric shock treatments to various parts of her anatomy. From there we get to the traditional women's in prison fair. There's a ton of nudity, a lesbian scene, a couple of torture sequences. But in comparison to Franco's other women in prison films, it's actually quite tame. From my point of observation, I could only guess at what was going on behind the walls of the prison. On the other hand, there was one thing of which I was completely certain. Shirley Fields was expecting my visit. Forgive me for asking you to wait. There's been so much talk about your case that I was very curious to meet you. Do sit down, won't you? Thanks. Would you like a cigarette? Oh, would I? I sure would. Thanks. That really tastes good. I miss him. So you actually murdered your boyfriend? Yeah, killed the poor bastard. Hmm. Tell me, what method did you use? Was it brutal or refined, sadistic or commonplace? How do you define it? The most vulgar method of all. A bullet, point blank. Ah. And your motive? What reason did you have to kill him? He betrayed me. I'm with a huster, too. A mulatto slut. If she'd been Raquel Welch, I wouldn't have minded. But not that dirty bitch. I'm afraid you seem a bit racist. Not at all. Only idiots are racist. I just don't like being taken for a fool. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Made in 1975. Lena starts stars. And there is as much of her body as her acting in that reason. And Jess Franco makes an appearance, too as he would do frequently with films. And there's some dirty moments. There's the essential mix of nudity. There's that lesbianism, the torture sequences, including a naked electrocution and a woman being whipped. It might not actually be that interesting in terms of being women in prison film, but it's certainly willing to show the kind of stuff that will keep people interested and get bums on seats. When producer Erwin C. Dietrich gave uh, money to Franco to make Barb's wire dolls, he didn't know that the director was effectively going to pull a bit of a fast one. This isn't not this isn't really even just taking off cuts from that women in prison film and making a second movie from it. This was actually filming a second film when no one was looking. He churned this effort out from that film's budget. But Dietrich uh, had some concerns about barbed wire dolls anyway. It's like in the shaky documentary camera feel that Franco had given it. And he was far more relaxed when he realised what he'd done with the film, declaring that at least he hadn't got the bad one. I mean, it's fairly obvious what um, what Franco's up to. Lena Romney even wears the same outfits and scenes between the two films. Although there is actually very little here that can put the two two um, films narratively together. 
On the 15th of May, 1975, in a small Central American port, three masked bandits attacked the Chinese junk owned by millionaire eccentric Rufus Hackerman. The object of this operation was to gain possession of a fortune in uncut diamonds, which the millionaire kept in a steel cash box. The diamonds had been insured with the International Insurance Company, and the company was subsequently obliged to pay the claim in full. As for the diamonds, they were never recovered. Here's how it all began. It's the cheeky little heist at the start of the film and it's kind of panoramic shots that uh, are the best elements to it. And Truth Barbed Wire Dolls is probably considered the better movie, liked by Franco and women in prison fans. It features uh, lush locations and its fair sprinkling of sleaze. This film, though, Women Behind Bars, is far more interesting than these ridiculous gangster elements. There's still some sleaze, but the prison looks, appears to look like a pub car park rather than any kind of penitentiary. But saying that, if realism's what you're after, Franco probably isn't a director for you anyway. And in fairness, despite this incredibly low budget, mainly because it didn't have one, um, the film does feature some lush shots. Early on, location work is brilliant. It's only when Franco realises he's making a Women in the Prison film about halfway through that his attention wanes. Franco actually describes this as one of his favourite women prison films, but that might be because it's so different to the others and tries to kind of do something a little unusual. After a brief interview with the warden, I was taken to the yard where the prisoners were having their daily airing. Shirley Fields was by herself. She seemed to be waiting for me. That's Shirley Fields there. You can have five minutes. I'll come back for you. How do you do? Delighted to make your acquaintance. Let me introduce myself. I'm Milton Warren. So, what do you want? I've been sent here by the insurance company to ask you a couple of questions. Do you have a cigarette? Hmm. Thanks. I'm most interested in what you know of the activities of Perry Mendoza. Match? I understand you lived with him a long time. Never knew a thing. Do you really expect me to believe you? You see, Perry never said anything about work. He never said anything? Then I don't suppose he ever mentioned the diamonds that belonged to Hackman, the millionaire. I repeat, he said nothing. Once or twice I realized he was up to something rather shady. But if I was stupid enough to ask him about it, he'd tell me to go to hell. And in spite of that, you stayed with him? Yeah, I did. Because I loved him, I suppose. So you refused to speak? Not at all. I've been perfectly open. I know nothing. All right. Hey, guard. You'll hear from me. Despite all this, it's actually quite restrained, mainly because the first half of it, I think, doesn't contain a lot of um, you know, the classic exploitation tropes that you'd expect. Although we do kind of see, you know, this is, again, well, uh, you know, we have to talk about this in terms of everything being relative. Any film that includes a vagina being electrocuted can't really be called that restrained. 
The film briefly appeared on the Nasties list. The video was released on the Go label and it appeared in August 1984, but was dropped in October 84. There's been no UK release since that video nasty ban. Um, the Go label was excellent at creating salacious covers, as we've mentioned before with things like Cannibal Holocaust. And Women Behind Bars is another superb effort. It's drawings of naked chained women no doubt dead to attention to authorities. And, um, you know, it's unfortunately not quite the film you, you hope it will be when you, when you turn it on, if you're kind of, you know, after that kind of thing. There's a DVD from Blue Underground in the US, though, if you want to check it out. It's a little frustrating watch for some. The film is not sleazy enough to qualify, really, as a women in prison film. Indeed, it takes 40 minutes to get to anything that's grim. But for fans of your seen thrillers, the film effectively stalls when we get to the world, this world's worst jail. It's a shame, but Frankie's output has always been wildly different and varied. The fact that this film, out of all three of his films on the Video Nasties list, along with Bloody Moon and The Devil Hunter, is so jumpy and variable, kind of seems apt for his output. Franco couldn't be tied to genres, and neither can this movie. And in that way, it seems a, a good place to leave our discussion of him. Before we begin, my dear Shirley, may I point out how silly you are? It's simple to make you tell me what that paper said. No. What was written on it? You're going to be stubborn, eh? You can start. you enjoyed that and I trust you feel a little more helpful now there's just no point of resisting you're bound to lose you'll talk no again Okay, another another short one for you this week. Sorry about that. Um, I kind of I ran, I kind of ran out of things to say about Jess Franco, and um, the film itself is, uh, with the exception of the fact that it feels quite different and jolted, is uh, isn't you know amazing. Although it does feature at the start, it's an incredible scene of like of a very picturesque. And you see this kind of tr- you know you see vehicles moving from this road it's massively panoramic and it does seem like it's a, from a from a different film and that first 40 minutes and it's only a short film anyway you know it's, it's barely, barely budget 75 minutes but uh, it takes its time to get going and really luxuriates in its surroundings and uh, I love that um, that movement round the uh, around the mountains and by, by all the, the, tra- the, the traffic and it does feel like you know he's kind of um Kind of, you know, obviously wanted to do something, but realizes that uh, maybe people wouldn't want to see a Euro crime thriller from him, and maybe people would actually want to see something that's a bit more exploitative. So he kind of like drops everything and 
and yeah, it, it. I mean, it's so cheap. The prison is, 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 you know, there are points when it does look like he's in a, a pub car park rather than a, a women's, you know, high security prison that people can't escape from. But you know, that's fine. Would he get released now? Almost certainly. I mean, you know, if you can get Lady Snowball or doubt, you can definitely get this and Ilsa as well, for that matter, which has got an eighteen certificate now. It's not in the same kind of distasteful league as films like um, Love Camp or uh, St. Gold's Gestapo's Last Order or anything like that from the women's prison stuff. It's really not. Thanks to everybody who's been in touch. Uh, if you want to send any feedback in, please do. Uh, I haven't asked any for a little bit. <laughs> uh, my email address is uh, videonastiespodcast at gmail.com. My Twitter is at orange underscore monkey. Or you can go to the website, videonastiespodcast.com, and leave a comment on any of the uh, the articles, and I'll, I'll get back to you. Um, next week, we've got um, another zombie film. Not the last zombie film we're going to cover, but uh, another zombie film. And that's Forest of Fear. Um, very close to the end now, so um, yeah, there's only a few films left. Uh, might as well run through them, actually, now, since there's, there's so few. We've got Forest of Fear. Don't go in the house. Zombie creeping flesh. The driller killer, and then we're going to finish off with kind of like a, you know, a kind of a roundup of of, of what, what we've discussed, and uh, yeah, and the book will be available uh, next month with luck. It's a uh, kind of you know nearly nearly all finished now, so uh, I won't once I've got a proper proper date for you, I'll give it to you. So until next week, where we're discussing Forest of Fear. Take care. And I'll speak to you soon. Goodbye. I have never seen a video nasty. I wouldn't. I have far too much. How, how can you judge on video nasty? Oh, you've never seen one. I actually don't need to see visually what I know is in that film. is shit and we're in it up to our necks and anyone who thinks she's free and happy is paddling around in it without knowing it in or out bars or no bars we're all living in the same old shit house hey shut up in there sure captain i'll shut up whatever you say you heard him shut up all i do is shut up ever since i got to this stinking place full of stoolies never run short of stoolies in the shit house <laughs>